This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You know what? You can text this little old show on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on the modern gargantuan that is Twitter, at Frank on the radio, or you can email the show through the old traditional method of the website. Mm. Thanks, Logan. That's all right. And the old DG (laughs) said to me, Terry... Anyway... Frank, I wish someone... I keep getting a spam, mm-hmm. a spam email yeah. saying... Don't start him sp- off on his Python Your invitation again. to a join... S- a spam email? It says, your invitation to join Who's Who is about to expire. Oh, and I no. get so excited. For a little moment, I think I've been asked. Oh. And I haven't. I'm in it. Of course you are. No. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, Every now and every year they write to you for for any updates oh, and they? information before oh, the new edition. Oh, you can add Doctor Who now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Who, who, who's? My Doctor Who, who's who? <laughs> email. Oh. I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to call it who's who, who. Yeah. The email. It's worth it. I'm going to write that down now. Okay. Write it down now. <laughs> there you two go. Pens, yeah. Two pens. Okay. <laughs> what else? Did you watch, um... The Wimbledon's men's singles championship. No, I was busy, but I you? I don't like it when the British ones go out. I know it's a bit oh, far off. Not much of a fan then, <laughs> generally. <laughs> no, but I don't like it. It's like it's like being at the wedding when the couple have left to go on their honeymoon. Oh, when it's was, a British sporting find that's event. A blessed release. <laughs> oh, when do they've you? Gone. Yeah, no. because. You know, when you're at a wedding, you always think, oh, there's not much time with the couples. If you see them, you get a little bit mm-hmm. of conversation. Yeah. Mainly, a lot of the parties I go to, I, I always desperately need to speak to the host or hostess <laughs> early on to show I've been there. Then I, oh, know, I, do I that. can go home at any time. It's exactly what I do. It's like, yeah. it's like when I used to sign on. Yeah. It's a very similar <laughs> thing. So I'm, I'm here. I made it. You know, I made the effort. And now I can go when I and, want and to. And then yeah. I can go. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, well, I was watching it. I was watching it. Was um, was it Federer Djokovic? Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not a big tennis enthusiast. Mm. I'll, I'll be straight with you, but I remember I was watching uh, Djokovic, and I thought, "Gosh, God, he's got a lovely flat stomach." Oh, yeah. And then Federer with you, Federer, and I thought, "God, he's got a lovely flat." I'd like wish I had a lovely flat stomach. It's almost like they're professional athletes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, I completely. I remember a, a makeup. Although I have to say, Frank. Cockrell's got a lovely flat stomach. Um, Has he? Yeah. I don't I know. Wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say so. He, wear, he wears a buttoned um, <laughs> denim jacket at all times. Still in, all that, still in that old Oasis groove. <laughs> you you got to love him for that. Well, it was a bit cold in here, wasn't it, when we first came in? So well, I've left it on I'd for I'd say bit. definitely, maybe. Ah, <laughs> very good. I call it Arcade Chic. That's, oh, do you? That's what Alan goes Sorry. for. I'm not sure discussing my clothing is great radio, guys. No, especially if we get onto your eccentric socks. (laughs) (laughs) He likes a personality sock. He does, yeah, that's it. Self-style colourful character, Cochrane. Homer Homer Simpson tie. um, Homer Simpson boxer shorts, that's what I've gone for today. (laughs) I remember a friend said to me, do you think that the the office idiot, do you Mm. think that Homer Simpson wears a tie with the office (laughs) idiot on it? (laughs) Um, Anyway, Djokovic's stomach. no, but uh, that was all I was watching. Yeah. A, a wardrobe woman once said to... We, people were talking about this TV show that had been on, and she said... They were all going on about how brilliant it was. She said, did you notice Colin Firth had got a button missing? Oh, yeah. And, of course, that's how wardrobe women watch yeah. television and films. And that's what I was... T- and then it, there was a judge there, you know, the ones that stand around, who got a bit of a belly. 
A judge? You mean an umpire? The you know the ones that stand right. about oh, the lines one of the refereeing yeah. One of those people. Uh, and I thought, you know, you've got to decide in life which side you're on with the stomach yeah. thing. Mm. What um, side are you on? Well, at the moment, I'm very much with the judge. <laughs> I'd say the jury's out. Yeah. Well, the, the belly's out. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I, I put on a pair of trousers this week. Uh, I was just about to get this quite last minute. Kat saying, come on, come on, put a pair of trousers on and thought, What? Why was it last minute? I can't. <laughs> Sounds well, a terrible yeah. incident you got yourself into. And, um... Come on, put a pair of trousers on. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I couldn't go out in that pantomime <laughs> horse. <laughs> she got out of her half. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I, I had to abandon them. They were so far off fastening. I had to, I had to oh, abandon no. them. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I love this. I so want to be with Djokovic. I don't want to be with the fat line judge. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't want to rub it in, but I have a particular suit that if I wear it and the trousers are tight, I know that my um, my belly's gone a bit too fat. Mm. And, uh, and oh, I'm it's delighted. almost like an like old-fashioned uh, caliper measuring. Indeed, device. yes. Yeah. And I'm delighted to say that the other day I wore those trousers with a belt. Whoa. Yeah. Well, now, that's boom. like people who say, oh, really, my baby sleeps uh, from uh, 7 yeah. o'clock till <laughs> half past 8 in the morning, straight through. Yeah. Cockles a bit uh, Jerry Halliwell 2004 <laughs> these days, I find. Totally. It's dropping off me. And what the is, yoga What is eating food out of a bin line <laughs> on his garage floor? <laughs> out of George Michael's bin, I think you'll find. No, uh, no George Michael had been... Ho over, but oh, it was there at her house. Oh, with the chocolate oh, cake. Is that incident? a real thing that he's referencing? Yeah. I just thought yeah. you were it's making that up. It's in the autobiography. We both well, read you it. You haven't read Jerry's autobiography? I've not. No. She Weird goes though. into the <laughs> bin and eats the chocolate cake. I thought it was at George Michael's house. No, no. They had, he was invited over. She oh. went. What happened? Her caterers had put it all in her garage. The oh, leftover yeah. food. Can I just she, say this is great radio yeah. compared to the chat about my clothes? This is genuinely. Then, like, but most you're people have read this book, unlike you. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know that many of our <laughs> is listeners. that today's texting? Have you read this book? Frank, I'm your only friend in this anecdote. I'd yes. stay with me. So she went. <laughs> she was. She got a bit down. She went into the. She got uh, a bit down. 1950s approach to depression. <laughs> she got a bit down, and she went and sat on the concrete floor. She says concrete floor. I remember of the garage <laughs> and um, just, a bit you know, down it's kind of you know pick a bin liner any bin liner and she said she was eating gato that had a bit of mashed potato on it yeah. that poor girl thank god she's bounced back yeah sounds like quite a rounded meal though where's the fiber in it that's a good point yeah mm. i mean you want to open every bin liner looking for <laughs> broad beans <laughs> Goodness, if you open a bin liner in a garage you could end up eating like jumble like just some clothes <laughs> that are ready for the what about some paperwork yeah of course there could be a load of receipts grass <laughs> yeah you know when you get the grass you cut the grass and the you clippings. think well i'll put it in there now and I'll put it in the recycling bag after and then yeah. you end up putting it in the general waste you can be oh, bothered yeah. with the foxy droppings anyway so that was uh so i made up my mind that's it i'm going to join the 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 flat belly that's it that's oh, well, gonna be you, what are you going to do then i think mm -hmm. you know ultimately it's more important than personality <laughs> education uh Good. not not religious beliefs but i mean yeah. uh, more or less everything so uh, what are you going to do then um you got a plan i'm thinking I'm, what i might do is i'm saying this i'm going to keep saying this is the last real big meal i'm going to have <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I said to someone the other day, I told them this, and I said, that's it for me now, mm. because that trousers thing really upset me. And Aww. someone said, anyone went millionaire shortcake? I said, I'll have it, <laughs> please. And this <laughs> woman started really laughing, and I honestly hadn't, I hadn't realised the irony of what had gone on. Oh. Of course, you know I have, uh, I've had a... You remember my millionaire shortcake incident? No. <laughs> do, do you know what you do? <laughs> what happened? I went into a cafe with Kath. I feel ill already. My girlfriend. And I said, <laughs> I'll have millionaire shortcake. And we sat down. She said, I can't believe you ordered that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why not? She said, people think you did that as a joke, you know. About, but, you know. And like I was rubbing their noses in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would suggest that you can have it and others shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> millionaire shortcake. Oh, I'm not paying for it. So, so <laughs> For us, <laughs> no, she got genuinely upset. Your she manager thought, broke off fifteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's broken off more than that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were just talking about cut flowers. We were. <laughs> Emily had three bunches of cut flowers in her hotel room yesterday. Why oh, the fuck oh, you going to still there? Cut there prefix. I would never do that. I'd just say flowers, bunches of flowers. Well, they could be growing. It looks. Uh, it looks like uh, the hotel suite of a victorious ice skater. Oh, <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> well, Gabriel D'Annunzio, the Italian poet, when oh. he when he seduced women, when he called them back to his place, mm. he used to have the entire room filled with flowers. That mm. was how he, so that was part of his seduction technique, mm -hmm. and then after they'd um, done the deed, mm -hmm. yeah. he used to he used to uh, say something like, "Anyway, I must go to the library now to work," and and uh, and they'd be ushered out into a waiting cab with all the flowers in the cab with them as they went, wow. like the whole thing. <laughs> that's the end of that episode. <laughs> uh, little tip there for if you're listening. I hope I don't have that to look forward to on Monday. <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> yeah. awful. See, I'm thinking he could have probably cut the costs on that and just gone for one bunch. That would have been all right, wouldn't it? People mm. would have been happy. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's the I, overheads. I like, it's all I, about the overheads. I like the idea of a hotel room sort of brimming with Dear. blooms. I uh, I stayed at a hotel myself this week. I was at the, uh, the Hotel de Van. I know it well. I'm yes. familiar with its well, work. There's a few, though, isn't there? They're well, they're everywhere. Well, I mean, I yeah. know the chain. Oh, yeah. um, the, does it mean the Hotel of Wine? Is that what that means? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> they, were, they were wise to, to do that in French, because I, I don't think I'd want to say, <laughs> well, let's, should we stay at the Hotel of Wine? Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Odd thing to say. I've stayed there a few times when, I know you don't imbibe these days, no. Frank, which is a relief to all of us. Yes. But on occasion I have imbibed and stayed there, and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel great the next morning. Because oh, really? there's too many wine references. Oh, but, but every yeah. room is named mm. after a type of wine, mm. uh -huh. which is a complete nightmare. It's a lovely hotel, don't get me wrong. Oh, it is lovely. Mm. It's, it's quite dark, obviously, allowing for the hangovers of the wine drinkers <laughs> the next day. But um, I like that you think only wine drinkers <laughs> go there. No, but what it's, it seems to be encouraging that. And it's, all, and it's sort of posh wines, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's not like the sort of wine where you say, oh, what year is that? Not, whereas my question was always, how many will I need uh -huh. <laughs> before I'm obliterated? Yeah. Um, but the, the room thing, it meant that I'd go up to reception and she'd say, yes, sir. And I'd say, oh, I'd like the key to Bobadig. Bodega Bosque, Bosque. And mm -hmm. that kept happening. I couldn't remember oh. the name of this stupid wine. 
<laughs> so I said to this woman, I said, look, you must have, come on, you must have numbers for these rooms as yeah. well. You don't say to the cleaners, go and clean Badigo, Luigi, Bosco. <laughs> and she said, well, Dukes of Hazard. She said, well, sir, we, you know, we do. And I said, well, just tell me the number of it, then if, if I'm in an emergency, I can use the number. What did she say? And she said, well, I don't know no about giving her the number. I thought it was my room. So I said, come on. She said, well, it's 212. <laughs> I said, no, thank you very much. So the next day, of course, having forgotten Badiga, Badaga, uh, whatever, I said to the guy at the desk, um, 212, he looked at me. Oh, you said what? <laughs> he looked absolutely like I'd walked up to him with no trousers or pants on. Is that what happened? <laughs> Did it well, turn out well. you said 212? No, but I, yes, I was offering <laughs> a, me- no, a metric the- estimate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... The natural uh, order was in pieces in Hotel Duvat. I know, but why do... It's like when people have names for their houses instead of numbers. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen a name for a house instead of a number and not thought, I bet they're idiots? <laughs> yeah. You just always think that, don't you? Yeah. What about when a friend of my mum's called her house Moot Grange? Because it was an anagram of no mortgage. Wow. Mm. Well, that's, um... (laughs) You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Someone like the Hotel de Van that named the um, rooms after wines, they should really have, like, a room named after a soft drink. Like, yeah. you know, for people oh, I can't like wait yourself, to stay in that. <laughs> or a non alcoholic wine. Yeah, yeah the oh, mineral water. You just walk up You're with not going to have much fun in that suite, are it. you? No, it could be lit. It could be quite brightly lit, like not set up for hangovers like the rest of the rooms, according to Frank. Yeah, imagine I- saying, well, then you come back to mine. I'll go in first, then you come. I'm in Vimto. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I stayed in Don Perignon. Did you? Did you? Well, I won't say what happened there, but it was marvellous. <laughs> I like. I I don't stay in many. You stayed at the Beatles Hotel. Do you remember that? I when, did. When things were called stuff like mm-hmm. um, Hard Day's Room. Help! I need somebody. <laughs> Again, I, I won't tell you why I had to um, yeah. ask for that. Yes, um, yeah, I quite fancy more of those. Yeah. If anyone stayed at a themed hotel, there's a hard rock one, isn't there? There is a hard rock one. Oh, there's one in Manchester, isn't there, that's got all the names of the Coronation Ooh, Street. Oh, Manchester, there's so much to answer for. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> all the name of the Coronation Street I people. Think so, yeah. Oh, I'd love Granada, to stay there. The Granada oh, Hotel. It was that time when they had uh, a bit of plastic over Kembala. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, oh. it's all right, it's all right. Tell, tell, tell the carpenters, it's fine. Need and come. Must have been great. Frank. That must have been brilliant news for the... Oh, God. Well, that's fair enough, isn't it? It's innocent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, innocent. Um, it's official. I found um, Daisy this week, by the way, and as, as, as we put the phone down, she went, lots of love. Oh. And I oh. went, love. Bye. <laughs> and I thought, was, I wonder if she's thinking, hold on. You I gave said, him lots of love. And he just said love. He just graded it. He just sort of brought up the general concept of love. <laughs> Why did you just say love? I just. I, I, That's yeah. the thing talking coronation. It's something sound like Pat Phoenix. No, but if you think about it, if someone says lots of love and then you say lots of love, it's mm. like you're just. You might accidentally go. Oh, lots of love. <laughs> you know what I mean? You might accidentally do I it I would like have just that. said, okay, love you. Yeah. Do you but not have that kind of relationship? Well, do you not say love that, you to each after other? After lots of love, there's nowhere to go, is there really? Because love you isn't... Oh, I've got a few ideas. Isn't up there. <laughs> not on the phone. 
Well, um, I've got a few ideas. Not, not at those prices. <laughs> so it's all um, about the tariff. Yeah. Well, 70s material about how the phone is expensive. <laughs> it's all inclusive now, love. It's all right after six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a cry after six o'clock? Oh, don't ring Australia, it's so expensive. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is, is it, is it doesn't it still apply after six o'clock. I think it might on a landline. <laughs> landline? <laughs> on that? There's well, a whole anyone... generation of people that don't know what landline is. Oh, come on. They don't. Really? They don't. They're not the Bosby generation. I've still got one, but the only people <laughs> who call me are... Me? So obsessed <laughs> with PPI. <laughs> <laughs> Their entire life. There's someone, someone who's frantic about the way I'm, I'm taking a, a sort of devil may care attitude to mm. PPI. Yeah. They're frustrated yeah. by Yeah, but I reckon you, you must be due at least £2,478 <laughs> worth of compensation. Exactly, that's why I haven't bothered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, call me when it's, it's at a, a price worth cashing in. I'm waiting. I'm, I bought yeah. it for laying down. That's what I did with PPI. <laughs> Experimenting with radio alienation there. It was, it was, an, inve- it was an investment for me, PPI. <laughs> radio alienation. It's Brechtian, isn't it? This is ranked radio alienation. <laughs> this, that's what I should call this show. <laughs> uh, it's, we can get a new jingle. Radio of alienation <laughs> with Frank Skill. <laughs> that was Matt Berry, but Matt Berry in a um, drowning in a water tank. What? Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> the, the real me there, League Tech. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, you know you uh, were making a rather 70s observation about, oh, phone bill's going to be expensive. Yes. After 6pm, it's cheaper. Uh, it appears I you something of an apology because Rachel C has tweeted us to say it still exists the cheaper after six pm, but it's now after seven pm. Who knew that? Mm. What I was it called? Something something right? Um, yeah. Cheap right? <laughs> yeah, off, that, yeah. Off peak? Off peak? Off maybe. Peak, maybe I think off, I think off peaks of transport. That's probably right. Yeah. yeah. So that, so I could have been. Fo- I've been phoning people at five to seven. From oh, my landline. You're very grateful. From my landline. I only use a landline if, if I think I'm going to be on a long time because I don't want to get. Well, what about an 0845? That's you know, what they're coming useful for. Well, uh-huh. you know the Normias, though. Yeah. You know, your ear goes yeah. a bit funny. Yeah, Something yeah. goes right down the jawline. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Do you know that theory that you have one ear for business, another ear for emotional? What? I can't remember which no. is which. Yes. Never Is heard that this right? yeah. So I think it was uh, right ear for business and left ear for emotional. Oh, but someone will correct me. That's probably why I sobbed during a business call the other day. <laughs> I had the wrong ear on, didn't yeah. I? Were you crying to that PPI man again? <laughs> I had the wrong ear on. Well, Ooh. I was uh, I was using headphones because I'm currently having an affair with my <laughs> back manager. <laughs> Gets very complicated. I was talking to one of my Polish staff this week. <laughs> And, um, Hang on, is this you or are you playing a character? No, no this is oh, okay. me. And um, she was saying, uh, she said to me, she said, when I was um, little, I was very um, like a boy. I used to, you know, climb trees and... Uh, uh-huh. Which is always Fa- the Frank exa- employs that Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. When you say Polish staff, is she an assassin? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. She's a domestic worker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
I like the, first of all, I like the fact that the definition of masculinity is climbing trees. That seems mm. to be international. That's what they always used to say. Yeah. yeah. Go, oh, she climbs trees and everything. <laughs> She's like, like a, a boy. Mm-hmm. Not like an ape. Not like one of the apes, the great <laughs> apes. Mm. Like a, so she said, um, you know, I am, and I said, oh, in, in, um, in English we call it a, a tomboy. And she said, well, uh, are you sure? <laughs> and I said, well, yes. And she said, well, it's... Uh, no, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, she said... It sh-. And we and she explained to me that it should either be a Tom girl or it should be a girl's name and then She's boy. absolutely She's correct. absolutely spot on. Yeah. She's correct. It's meaningless. Yeah. Correct. A Tom boy is... Abs- th- that, yeah. That's a boy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, sometimes should, all you need is a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah, it should be <laughs> like an... In, that's you know, changed my life. It should be like an Ingrid boy. Or, yeah. No, now you've gone example, silly, Ingrid boy. Well, it, why would you do Ingrid? Daisy boy. Why complicate it? Boy. I just picked a female name at Why random. Ingrid? Just call it Jane boy. <laughs> OK. A Jane boy. Or um, or it should be uh, a Tom girl. Yeah. Tom girl works. So what, what, how did that happen? I mean, I know I don't want to go too far into the etymology of the word, but she's <laughs> absolutely... Um, the, it's, it's the outsider, isn't it, when you... Um, yeah. Eight or oh, fifteen. How I, did that happen? That's if I started snowboarding now, I'd, I'd spot lots of things in the snowboarding world that you, your regular snowboarders. Snowboard. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking of a world I could go into, I'm not familiar with where I'd recognise things. I can't see you as a snowboarder, Frank. I'm not being rude. Well, but I mean, either. I've got some snowboarding trousers. Have you? I have. I bought some many years ago, accidentally not knowing what they were, <laughs> and I thought, well, these padded knees will come in handy. <laughs> I just, I can't see I'm, you with the... For a Catholic, I mean. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. And uh, I had, No, yeah, it wasn't during when I was poor. And, um... <laughs> Frank! I still occasionally... I, I, they're a nice trouser, <laughs> but they've... all oh, they've got pockets galore. Oh, yeah, yeah, they like a lot of pockets. <laughs> I'm still reeling from when I was poor. <laughs> yeah, so, um, what an interesting point, though, made by, uh... Yeah. Justena. <laughs> Yeah. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Tomboy being incorrect observation has has brought up a few others. Uh, Someone's saying, 028, I'm not sure I agree with this. Frank, explain Nancy Boy then, because if Tomboy is wrong, so is Nancy Boy. But no. No, and Nancy Boy suggests right. a bit unpleasant. It suggests it an effeminate man, so that so it has yeah. a female part to it, uh-huh. and and the male part to it. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's not politically correct. No, but it's correct. No. But, but Tom Boy's two male things. Where do they get the female element in? And one four five has texted re Tom Boy. You know, I love a re re mm. Tom Boy. I've always thought the same thing about near miss with two aeroplanes. Surely it should be near hit. Makes sense to me. Yes. Mm. Near yeah. miss as a phrase means nothing. Yeah. Well, it means they missed and they were near. Oh, I suppose. Sorry to, sorry to... I think it's wrong. To, ...to pop that bubble. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had worse. Not, what I'm saying is not as bad as Tomboy. Tomboy is But just, it is also a near hit, isn't it? It was nearly a hit. It's both of those things, but I don't think near miss is actually incorrect. Let's move on. And, okay. um, I was leaving um, uh, a Catholic church in central London this week and I saw my parish priest who um, always says hello, we have a little chat 
Uh, and, um, so you're a parish priest? You're a Jane Austen novel? Is he on 500 a year? If I was talking to Catholics, I'd call him the PP. I saw me pe- I was talking, to my, I was talking to my PP this weekend. Oh, really? And, um, my he parish sa- priest. He said, uh, where have you been? Because I've, be- I've been on tour, so I've been... I've been uh, I've been massing in various other places, mm-hmm. and because uh, I had to explain that I was that to him, because I didn't want him to think I just wasn't going. You just oh, in the street really? when you saw the parish priest. Yeah, he, he stands outside the church oh. you know, all the time. Go- no, just saying goodbye. <laughs> oh. They do the thing. They do. They do one hand on the for the handshake, and the other hand's on your shoulder, so you can be oh, moved yeah. uh, oh, even yeah. while you're spoken oh, to. You're moved along. Nice. It's a clever um, thing. Uh, I've used it. It's, yeah. um, I might start doing that when I say hello to people. <laughs> hello, bye-bye. <laughs> Easy. I used it in my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he, um, he, was, uh, he said to me, uh, I said I've been on tour, that's why I've, you know, I've missed some ones here. And he said, oh, he said, I don't know, he said, I, I like your presenting best of all. And I thought, oh, oh, God, please. Is that what he said? Man of the cloth as so well. So, obviously, I was fighting back. Said, well, have, you, have you seen my stand-up? I didn't say that. I said, oh, OK, well, right. I'm glad he Do hasn't. Some of the old stuff. Radio. He said, what I hate, and my stomach <gasps> knotted off, absolutely oh, knotted off. Oh. He said, it's those awful panel shows. Oh. He, oh. Said, um, he said, and the worst thing is, he said, sometimes, Frank... Can I ask Frank, was he still holding your hand as he was saying this? Um... I was holding his throat. <laughs> no, I, as if I would do that to the PP. And he said, um, he said, uh, he said, because sometimes he said they they resort to vulgarity. Mm-hmm. Oh, he sounds quite old school. Well, he is a priest. <laughs> and I said, yes, they do. And I thought, oh dear, I felt so. And he said, uh, and you don't do that. That's what I like about you. Oh, what? Oh. We have to burn everything you did in the 90s. I know, it's all got to go. Uh, what but, about uh, Blue Frank? He can't ever know about Blue no, Frank. No, no, but how can I keep it from... I mean, I, obviously, I have kept it from... And I said, yes, you're right. <laughs> and uh, I walked off and I thought, oh, should I morally have said, well, actually, you know, uh-huh. and then done, say, 20 minutes of... <laughs> Material. Dirty <laughs> 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 stories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real hardcore filth. <laughs> like the encore from. Yeah, yeah let's not name actual routines, for God's sake. <laughs> oh. But I did, I felt like some that terrible. That sickens me, the idea like, of that. I felt like a hypocrite. That's what I felt like. <laughs> and has this only just come up? Like, this it, is the first just... time this has come up can in, I your, ask you? in your can Catholic I ask you career. A personal yeah. question. Yes. He's not the chappy that takes confession, is he? <laughs> well, he does do confession as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. And yes, I, I use that advisedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to have to tell him now. He's going to find out. Well, no, I'd only have to do it if I felt them to be sinful. Those routines. Well, how do you feel about those <laughs> routines? Well, I don't know. I mean, no. some of them were quite near the knuckle. I think some of them were. Yes, they were. They were certainly in the same postcode as the <laughs> knuckle. <laughs> I'll agree with that. But you know, I have. I think it's true. I have slightly cleaned up my act live, in the mm. main. Anyway, what about was... that clip of you calling women birds? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> shut up! <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. <laughs> you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email us through the Absolute Radio website. 
Are we going to discuss seven versus <gasps> one? The World Cup. In, in the World Cup, yes. The World Cup. Because I used to play for a team called Battyford Boys Club. Oh. Grow up. That's yes. the producer giggling. I because know. It's got the, it's it wasn't even Boys giggling, Club it was that school thing ago. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Is there a term for that? Is that sniggering, isn't it? Snickering, maybe. Oh, oh snickering. Oh, I when you actually swallow that... Oh. I don't know if there's a term. I mm. might call it skinnering. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right. I just come across <laughs> everything you like and call it skinnering. It doesn't have a name. It's like, you know... You it's can't like just when pick things and decide like it's land, yours. When you landed on a landmass in the 16th century, it was, mm-hmm. you'd call it what you like. Mm-hmm. Gordon, you could have called it... <laughs> Um, we've also had a text saying that Ingrid. somebody uh, knows about a house that's called uh, Brendan. You know, you were saying... That's better, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that better. You think that's all right? Yeah. It's better than Moot Grange. Yeah. Yes. Well, Don Roman is the ultimate one. Oh, word, yeah. spelled D-U-N-R, I mean, all one word. Yeah. For goodness Great. sake. Um, uh, mm. the, the World Cup. Oh, yes. Yeah, Discuss. the World Cup. Well, I, I Good, will discuss. I haven't really been watching since England go out because I've already established. I You're don't a like a tournament with no English people in it. Really? No. Oh, I think it's much better after England go out. No, I don't. Yeah. It's like at university. I, I have my wedding analogy. This is like at university when the foreign language students are left over the summer. And it's just me and them. I'd have nothing against them. <laughs> are you one of these people who's only really interested in a major disaster if there's English people involved in it? Oh, um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. What a bleak outlook. No, the news do that, don't no, I'd rather be they honest. Do, I'd rather be that. honest about it. Mm-hmm. I do it, like, local... If there's a, a, a crime, if I see some terrible crime in the paper, mm-hmm. the first thing I want to find out is where yeah, I know. it happened. Right. Or a major road accident where... Oh, that's quite far away. You are... I've heard you say you are <laughs> a bit... Oh, look, our, how, our road's on telly or something. You know, 12 people killed in... Where's that? Oh, that's quite far away. So <laughs> too worried about that. Must be tricky for you, what, with uh, being a landlord, though. Almost all news stories must go, hang on, that's near one of the portfolio. Don't you love that Frank's a landlord? Sometimes I wake up in the night and I laugh to myself that he's a landlord. I don't mind a few broken windows. I don't know what the rent... What happens with the rent if uh, (laughs) somebody gets uh, shot? Alan, we work with a slum landlord. Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure that they're slummy. <laughs> <laughs> Downgrading the I quality have one of the set of tenants. That's all. That does not make me a no, slum. No, I imagine him in one of those colourful suits in the sixties they used to wear, like Nicholas Van Hoogstraat. Would you rather I left that flat empty <laughs> while there's people out on the streets? Would that be morally okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Dear. But anyway, yeah, seven-one. They shouldn't have scored. Had that last goal that ruined it, didn't it? The seven yeah. nil was so clean. I know, yeah, I like that. It's that tidy. They looked furious, the Germans, when Gorky that goal yeah. was livid. They weren't happy. Incandescent, he was. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the Brazilian got... press called it the disgraces of all disgraces. Did they? They yes. should try going out after two matches. Also, I like this. <laughs> I think everyone said Brazil. They're complete. Not only have they lost. But they're, they're, they're mentally, they're, they're, they've gone into meltdown. There's nothing... These players, some of these players, somebody said after one of the pundits, some of these players will never play again. They've been so upset by this. I yeah. still think before they'd gone off the pitch, stay on the pitch, England could have come on completely fresh and still lost to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, seriously believe that. This is Frank Skinner. Absolutely. Yes, zero I, five zero 
Frank has just uh, texted to say, so Frank has become Rigsby. Brilliant. <laughs> My God. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Brazil, uh, we're talking about... Um, one set of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Touched the nerve. Yeah. The Brazilians. How dare you? Yes, the, the, <laughs> yes. Um, well, you know what? First thing yeah. I have to say, I would never normally describe a broken vertebrae as lucky. No. But I bet Neymar oh, was I in know. his hospital bed thinking, mm. dodged a bullet there. I mean, he's untarnished yeah. by this defeat. Yeah. Would they have had the defeat if he'd have been playing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm asking you as the expert, Frank. It'd have been something like. 6-3 or something. Oh, would it? <laughs> he, what about the Germany said they somewhat. decided to go easy on them? That was uh, a bit yeah, mean, wasn't it? that was mean. They said we decided to go easy on them at half-time. But see, all this thing about the national disaster, th this is the advantage of being rubbish on a regular basis, yeah. is that when we went out, it was hardly classed as a national disaster, was it? I thought this <laughs> Almost time it was... This, people started talking oh, about something else, England's it? out, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. England's... Oh, what about Scolari? I love oh, his statements. He said... Um, he said a funny thing. Well, my favourite was, uh, please excuse us for this mistake. <laughs> oh, really? That's all right, that's fair enough. I my favourite was, I don't owe anyone anything. There speaks a man very used to tax evasion accusations. <laughs> I, th yeah. I don't even think he realised he was talking about the football match. He went, I don't, know any I don't owe anyone anything. And they went, no, the game. And he went, oh, right, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we got, we got really battered. <laughs> I think it's great that he didn't uh, resign. Do you? I do. Yeah. If, I, if, I, um, if I did something really terrible on this show... Mm -hmm. If I did? Yeah. The strange tense you're using there. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, uh, surely the brilliant thing about it is if that afterwards I would learn from this terrible thing I'd done and never do it again. I think that is the blueprint we thought you would follow. There's yeah. many times you've said things that <laughs> yeah. were, uh, but I'd say, naughty. Because you have to learn from your mistakes. <laughs> if, if people make a mistake and then leave, yeah. you, you're hiring people whose mistakes are ahead of them rather than behind them. That's, very, that's a great one. That's very my Jerry profound, Springer. Very uh, can I tell you something? I'm, I didn't see the game. One of right. the most famous World Cup games of all time. I respect time. you for that. I was actually in a fish restaurant in Leith. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. I, and they said, to, th there's a group of people going out from this... Um, they must have been shocked to see you. I'm doing a, you know, I'm doing a sort of uh, portrait painting show for Sky. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sky and they said, well, we're going to, um, you know, a restaurant in Leith. And I said, oh, I think I'm going to watch... Who was that, the painters? The match. Well, no, judges and, you know, judges. producer types. And, and then I said, and then I thought, you know what, Iggy Pop says choose, choose life. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't so have chosen th life on that occasion. I thought it's rather... because you were in Leith, you thought, I'll go with oh, train spotting. Oh, no, is, is that what he said, choose Leith? <laughs> 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 Misunderstood. <laughs> I actually chose Seabass, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I didn't go. If he'd have done it... Thing called choose leaf. <laughs> that would have been so wonderful. You probably would do it. The poppet would do it. Mm -hmm. And Remember he still wouldn't put a top on. Put a top on. No. Put a top on. It's a great thing. He looks like he's just got off the rack, Iggy Pop. Because he's he's midriff. It's much longer than the average midriff. Yeah, yeah. I like that. He's, he's uh, in the Djokovic camp, isn't he? Oh, he's reptilian now. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be reptilian. He's what about ripped. the hair? Yeah, I want a flat a waist. Hair. I don't want a long waist. <laughs> And I don't like a bare torso with a leather trouser. Do you not? No. Have a rule. Sorry, Frank. Well, what about uh, the dirty video? 
<laughs> you know. I mean, look at me like that. I mean, the dirty video. I mean, the dirty video. With, um, I can't remember her name now. Christine Aguilera. Yes. Two R's and dirty. Has she? <laughs> <laughs> I, can o- I can only see one on that video. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what, I, uh, I do think Scolari probably re- regrets that photo that all the papers are using of him with seven fingers up. You know? I know. And he's obviously oh. saying, number seven, come off, he's about to do that. Oh. It's not, he's not holding it up going, seven, they've scored seven, you no, rubbish lot. He's no. not doing that, is he? But your little insight into the technical area, uh, I found that quite attractive. <laughs> oh, what, me doing an impression of Scolari? I can Scolari. see you as a manager. Yeah, yeah. A bit Klinsman. Well, if you oh, saw, that'd if, be good, yeah. If you saw me at uh, Barcelona. Oh, yeah. Week oh, in, week here we go. Oh, Barcelona is. You're more of a David Pleat manager, darling. I'm still at Barcelona, <laughs> if you don't mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't right. mind. I'm surprised you took Suarez, but I suppose... Well, that's... you know, I think I can tame him where others couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of luck with that. I've got to be honest with you, I wouldn't have sent him home from the World Cup. <laughs> Why not? For biting people. For biting? So what? So what? I've saying you can't say so what. Uh, just a minute. This is all about a sort of a weird male idea of what violence is macho and okay and acceptable and what isn't. Right. I've seen players kicked up in the air in this World Cup and cl- do much more damage to a player mm-hmm. than what he did. But because biting isn't masculine... Whereas kicking and shoving and punching is, mm-hmm. he gets sent home. Which would you rather be? Have your legs kicked from under you or somebody slightly bite you on their shoulder? <laughs> I think I'd probably choose the kicking. <laughs> See, that's because you're a bit on the. Well, it depends who's doing the, the macho scale. You're a bit on. Yeah, you oh, are a bit on the macho scale. Thanks. Frank, Anyone thanks. that makes me feel I'd need a tetanus jab afterwards, true, I wouldn't want a bitey. <laughs> well, I. Uh, do you know what I mean? But isn't it is a phony thing? He's a bit thing, isn't isn't he? He? I once said Mark Lawrence said, "Well, I'd, I'd rather somebody punch me in the face and spat at me." Um, well, some people pay for that. That's another story. Yeah, but you know, it's because being spat at is not very male. Mm. And it's disgusting, isn't it? I see. Oh, it's unhygienic. Whereas at least a face punch is reasonably Look, you went to clean, drama school. Don't stop fighting it. <laughs> Are you taking your shoes off, Frank? No, I'm putting them on. Oh. Why were they off? Are you going somewhere? <laughs> Relaxing. You've got another show to do. He's <laughs> disgusted that we don't agree with him over Luis Suarez. <laughs> I think I that, that the walkout. <laughs> He's actually I've walked. simply aired my views about biting being no, fine. No, I've simply aired my socks. <laughs> <laughs> my socks, I think, have dried out now. <laughs> so I've, uh, I've put my shoes back on. Um, um, shall we go to uh, we a male corner? Well, just quickly, Frank. She Dave from uh, Harold Hill... He is 278. He wants to know... Who, Harold Hill? (laughs) (laughs) He just wonders, talking of the World Cup, whether you lament the lack of royalties when England go out. Um, no. Okay. Mm. Thanks for answering. Um, I, um, you know what I mean, I've got tenants. (laughs) There's no need to worry about stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, Mr. Virgin! (laughs) Um, what are we going to do, email We're corner? We're going to email corner, oh, love. I can't even find the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> there it is! <laughs> email <laughs> uh, Ever professionally. 
Yes, so here we are in email corner. What what's cooking? Good looking. Uh, dear Frank, Emily, and the cockerel. <laughs> you may assume that's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was much. about to answer. Thanks not, for that. Not I agree. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking fine. Thanks. Um, uh, dear Frank, Emily, and the cockerel. This week I had the most disturbing dream. Let's not talk about disturbing dreams. Well, I'm afraid we're going to. Uh, Frank's (laughs) had a few this morning. I can't discuss it. It was the most (laughs) disgusting thing (laughs) he's ever told us. It might be our most disgusting off-air conversation. Oh, right. Absolutely (laughs) despicable. Anyway. uh, this week I had the most disturbing dream in which Frank abducted my younger sister and kept her shackled in a dingy basement <laughs> oh somewhere. Dear. No, hold on. Abducted's a big word, isn't it? <laughs> I'd say cajoled. <laughs> I'd, but, say, I'd say dated. Yeah, and was it a dingy basement dingy or was basement. it evocative? Actually, well, the thing about Frank as a landlord, got, he does always replace some, the bowls. He's got some very nice property <laughs> available. <laughs> I like a bit of mood lighting in a basement. <laughs> so, hold on. I... I you kept her, his, uh, you kept his, sister. his younger sister kept okay. her shackled her in a dingy basement. Her younger sister, this is a girl, right? Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. But despite knowing that, my family and I kept on listening to the podcast. <laughs> well, they're, nice. they're looking for clues, I imagine. <laughs> I'm not sure how this reflects on my priorities, or perhaps it just reflects on the quality of the show. Lovely. Imogen. Oh, it's Imogen. Could reflect on the quality of her sister. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'd be glad to have like her shackled her anyway. up, oh, up I can see you've gone a bit silent to the lambs. Yeah. I'm imagining it was dank. Down there, that's what basements yeah. always are in those sort of things like that. You don't hear the word dank that yeah. often. No, you'd be silence of the lambs, except you'd be instead of blasting music, you'd be playing sort of Tony Hancock videos, and strange um, W. C. Fields movies. You, you don't want that, do you? When you're you're shackled and you can hear stone me, what a life. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Uh, are we still in email corner, Frank? We are. Okay. Can't you smell the sea? In the email corner? Yeah. Yes. I always imagine it's near the beach, email corner. Oh, yeah. This is from David. In a cove. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. David, okay. Yeah. Hi, team. Long-time reader, first-time writer. I was out for a lunchtime walk, partaking in a <laughs> spot of pavement racing. Oh. <sighs> Listening to the podcast from a couple of weeks ago when you were discussing Ollie Mears. I can never say his name. Mears. Is it Ollie Mears? Mm. Right, yeah. you're, you're the Mersey in here. Do you know Ollie Mears? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> okay, Ollie Mears. Hats and fleeting talent show fame. When I saw Who did we get him mixed up with? What was the Ollie other Mers. called? Um, oh, Matt Cardle. Yeah, oh, Matt right. Cardle. Can I say, Daisy whispered that in a real X Factor view where she went, Matt Cardle. Okay. <laughs> Uh, when I saw a sign outside a soon-to-reopen nightclub near where I live that informed me that Ollie Mers was playing there soon, I thought that Ollie Mers must have slipped a bit to be playing there until I realised it was actually an Ollie Mers tribute act, and not only that, it was Britain's number one tribute show. I was just wondering, with your showbiz knowledge, whether you're aware of anyone further down the entertainment food chain mm-hmm. that has a tribute act. Well, what, what, what was the name of Ollie Merce's tribute act? That's what we want to know, because it's the mm. names of the tribute acts that well, are... Surely you two can come Ollie, up with something. Ollie Worse. Ollie Worse. Oh, Ollie Worse. That is, that's if he is worse. Yeah. Ollie Best. <laughs> <laughs> Not as yeah, good, as it? It doesn't work so well, does it? not work. No. Don't Mm. Or maybe our readers can text Matt in. Cardle, I'd call. I, that's the name I'd go for. <laughs> the tribute act. I imagine the, the only Merce tribute act is Matt Cardle. What about a Matt Cardle tribute act, Matt Curdle? 
Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Oh, that's pretty. You're absolutely on, on fire. Best one I ever saw was. Uh, I re- I actually um, I invented one, and then um, and then it happened. What no. was it? Proxy music. Oh. I was going to do a, a documentary about. Um, Tribute acts, and I thought Proxy Music would be a good name. And now there is a Roxy Music tribute act called Proxy Music. The best one I ever saw was uh, Shania Twin. <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. And um, the Scottish Sex Pistols, who were called Johnny McRotten, Sid McVicious, <laughs> etc. And the manager was called Malcolm Mc- McLaren. <laughs> Mc- McLaren. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Had all manner of tribute acts coming in, Frank. Oh, yes, it's it's our it's our audience's kind of thing. Isn't well, they it? like this. Mm-hmm. This is ponds music. Mm-hmm. Andy in Cumbria, best tribute acts: Spandau Barry or Rich <laughs> Clifford and the Saddos. That's very fine, Rich <laughs> Clifford and the Saddos. Yeah, I enjoy that. And uh, Paul texts: Hi, there used to be a tribute group called Malt Love around the Dorking area some years ago. <laughs> I love Malt Love. What the the tributes are? The, the food, I love it. Uh, yeah, the, the foe fighters. Good in it. That's excellent. That's from nine nine nine. Yeah. Uh, also, foe that the foe proxy all that you can't do it with the pretenders, can you? Because the pretenders, oh, if yeah. you're pretending to be the pretenders. Now, how but, do you feel about this? Eight one six. Ollie Morse said in a je suis fashion. More. Oh, stop doing that, Al. Je suis uh, I don't get it though, because it's not more than Ollie, it's less, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't be too Ollie critical less. of other people's. <laughs> Ollie less would be good. Okay. What about folly Musk? Because it's a sort of <laughs> folly like, it's like a folly. It's like, you know, like oh, represents lovely. a real yeah. building, but in fact it's just... Mm-hmm. We've also okay. had a question. Has Frank discussed Suarez's cannibalism with the S&M community? I think that may be where his leniency stems from. <laughs> might have, might not. <laughs> Mind your own business. Yeah. Oh. Five yeah. three seven being a bit I cheeky. We've all gone home with teeth marks in our time, haven't we? <laughs> Fine, haven't we? Yes, but that's not the point. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> what about five three seven? I've only just put the radio on, and I was wondering if I'd missed anything important. Any news on whether Emily has a boyfriend or not? I'm sure she would have mentioned it by now, if so. Oh, not today. <laughs> Is that a bit sarcastic? Think. Yes, I have. Does Thank you very much sarky. for asking. Yes. Yes, Does Emily has a boyfriend. Sarky, doesn't it? In fact, I've written a little song about it. <laughs> Emily has a boyfriend, and he's a nice guy. <laughs> what do you think? Elvis Costello? It's what I think was it. It's Costello-esque. <laughs> I love it. Mm. Yes. I'm trying to think Elvish of an Elvis Costello. Costello. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Elvish. Yeah, reminds Elvish oh. Costello. Oh, there's an oh. Elvis one. There's a... Uh, there's a I think he's a uh, Spanish, or he speaks Spanish, and he's called Elvis. Oh, oh that's yeah, first class. Yeah. And his house is called, I know I said I didn't like houses with names, but no. his house is called Gracias Land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what James has suggested skinnering, the art of peeling the milky skin off a lukewarm cup of tea or coffee. That's How good. do you feel about that? I'm happy mm-hmm. with that. Okay. What do, you, do, you, do you bin it or do you eat it? I, eat I don't go into establishments where that event occurs. <laughs> if I'm going to be completely hang, honest, what I do is I hang it from my nostril for comedy purposes, <laughs> and then and start. Then I slightly lean forward and start searching all my pockets frantically. I come looking for a handkerchief or tissue. <laughs> it brings the house down, listeners. He does do that. He's done it with cling film. Mm. Oh God, yeah. 
Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Something I noticed in the World Cup. I've been looking at Louis van Gaal, the Dutch manager for the whole oh. World Cup, thinking, who does he remark? He's got quite an unusual shaped Yeah, he's a funny old one. Yes. Uh, I realise now, he looks like Eagle Piggle from In the Night no. Oh, I'm, I'm loving your references. Yeah. <laughs> used to be a very different sort of video you reference. Yeah, reference. it's all different now. What about Thinner Lizzie? Thinner Lizzie. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm dreaming of. That's from 835. That wasn't what you were dreaming of. Let's not talk about that. Um, Stop it. Hi, gang. I was up in Gateshead in the mid-90s, and I, and I see Bon Jordi. Bon Jordi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's Crowman plastering near Baker Street. Crowman. Crow Man. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ronnie Woods doing some. Uh... <laughs> Crowman was um, Wurzel Gummidge, wasn't he? Wasn't he sort of the mentor oh, yeah, of yeah. Wurzel Gummidge? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was a friend of my parents. Um, a tribute act called Pete Loaf. <laughs> Does that work? I suppose if he's called Pete, he's Glaswegian, so I wouldn't argue. Okay. Uh-huh. That's a bit stereotypical, isn't it, Alan? I think so, but, yeah. um... What, we done? Whatever. I don't know, are we, uh, are we still in the email corner? Well, of course. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. I haven't, uh, Carry on waltzing around in there. Yeah. Uh, hi, Frank, Emil, Alan and Emily. I've been listening to last weekend's podcast and thought I'd write regarding Frank's comments about setting alarm times. Oh, to yeah. bring in any new listenership that, uh, Frank, you start <laughs> to change the, uh... Well, for example, I got the up, game, didn't you? I got up this, what was this morning. morning. My alarm went off at 6.04. Crank is, um, projecting the twelfths. The oppressive twelfths that make us do everything. I see you at five past or ten past or twenty past. Why? Mm. Yeah. Four minutes past is just as good. In fact, none of you have noticed this morning. What I often say is, towards the end of a song, I'll shout 15 seconds so everyone's ready to speak and not swearing when the, when the mics go yeah, back we'll up. turn it down. But today I've been saying 14, 17, Barely listening at that point. Um, we, can, we can fight this together, everyone. <laughs> if you haven't got be- anything better to do, join five, us. Ten, Dave, the emailer, continues, I too moved away from setting my alarm on the fives many years ago, Respecto. as I thought it was much more adventurous to set it on random numbers. Exactly. However, I've since moved further left field in that I can now only set an alarm where the first and last numbers are the same. It's become a bit of an OCD, <laughs> which I've passed done? on to my teenage children. Oh, no, he's created another oppression, hasn't he? Yes. It? I know he has to do that. He continues, as an example, if I wanted to set my alarm at 7am, I would have the option of 6.56 or 7.07. Like, I so would have the option. There's no other choices available. <laughs> so one would be a bit early, and the other probably too late. <laughs> I've been doing this for years, and I've no idea where it started, but I think I'm now cursed to do it forevermore. Dave, uh, good work, Dave. I would just, if you're interested, I would go six fifty-six if I wanted to be up at seven, and then I would try. People think I'm a negative individual, but I think this is positive thinking. I would try and look forward to something nice for that four minutes, like I would play a four-minute-long good song, or I would, (laughs) you know, I would uh, perhaps, you know, have a. You could could do six fifty-six and hit snooze. Oh, no, I never hit snooze. I thought you told me once I should never hit snooze. I should. I hate to we weren't in bed together at the no. time. <laughs> never. We've never snooze. been in bed together. And if we ever. were, I imagine that we'd both be wearing long nighties. And <laughs> oh, we would. Oh, reading newspapers. Yeah, we would. Should we, we all go? We'd be like more common wise, wouldn't think about we? this. We would be like Except more Except a lot funnier. <laughs> Oof. Imagine I said that. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible thing to say. Yes. Can we point out that's not the official uh, belief of Absolute <laughs> Radio? 
I don't know what their what their line is on Mark Morecambe Wise. Having said that, I've gone through the manual. If I've done it once, I've done it a dozen times. I can't find a reference to Morecambe Wise in the Absolute Radio. <laughs> what we believe? Have you read What We Believe? Absolute Radio. <laughs> is it like Mein Kampf? It's um, it's a bit more um, wishy washy than that. If I'm going to be absolutely honest, you could know, use that four minutes for sit-ups, uh, couldn't you? Quite surprised on their line on um, the kibbutz, though. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 812.15. Go on. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show directly through the Absolute Radio website. You know what we haven't talked about yet this morning? We haven't done a royal story. Oh. And we are... We're actually royal watchers on this show. Yeah. We're I'd right go so far watchers, as to say. Yeah. Are we royal watchers? We're yeah. right royal watchers. Oh, okay. Well, you like Prince Charles. He had a lovely time uh, over his gaff. He's all right, Prince Charles. You know, he's a bloke. <laughs> it's one of your best name drops when I first was doing the show and you said, oh, I once told Prince Charles and I thought, clang! It's <laughs> a great name drop. And then you met me. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but this week, Wills was the star attraction. They did a double header, the two of them, in appearance. You don't often see that. Yes, I, I saw this. And I, it all goes a bit Star is Born, and I can't bear it, because oh, really? what did Prince Charles do? He got old. That's it. It's not mm. his fault. But um, Wills was in the pool. They were with the sub-aqua... Uh, yeah, I was going to say community. It's a mistake, isn't it? If if your hair is oh. disappearing, oh, you oh, don't yeah. want to get it wet in photos. No. The light and the and sunlight. some weird photos where it looked like he'd got it wet and then brushed it into a side parting and then had the photo taken once he was there. You know, it, it's unforgiving water yeah. and yeah. the thin hair. Yeah. And but he can daylight, never go back Daylight now. is not his friend. He can yeah. never go back. Now there's, like, proper photographic evidence of it balding and wet. Now, he what you want he is He couldn't do, like, a Rooney now. No. You know Michael Keaton? He's mm -hmm. got... Keep it, keep it a little bit frothy. On top. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton, it, it's like a cloud passing across the moon. What about David Guest? He does that, employs that trick, too. Oh, yeah, it doesn't yes. work quite so well. He employs any tricks. <laughs> Some I don't even call them tricks, I call them procedures. But Keaton, it must be tense for Keaton, just getting that just right so it just sits there. Mm -hmm. like There's a lot of teasing in the morning but you with Keaton. Yeah, I bet there is. Yeah. But you wouldn't um, you wouldn't get Keaton in, in poolside no. in a picture like that. Well, no. all I'm saying is I think the water might go a bit black, but that's another story. Oh. Um, so anyway, Charles was there, and the chairman of the Sub-Aqua Association was there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the idea is that William is taking over the presidency yeah. of the Sobac. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how many people asked Prince Charles to be president of their association? Any yeah. ops for Sob Aqua? Sob Aqua Club. Yeah. Frank, can you imagine you in the Sob Aqua Club? What do they say? Okay. Do they meet up? Have you done any good dives recently? I think it's, that's exactly what they say. Yeah. Is that what they say? I think that's the sort of thing they talk I about. I think they mainly say... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine all, all their meetings are held underwater. <laughs> they just communicate through hand signals like I wish, that. Okay. I wish Charles had gone in, but he'd gone in what, with the suit on. You'd just seen him walking, oh, walking across the bottom of the pool. Hand in, <laughs> hand in the jacket pocket, shaking hands with people. No sub-aqua gear or anything. I did feel I like, like it, it, was a, it was a, it was very much a demonstration of one rule for the rest of us and one rule for them in that the 
swimming pool has massive letters in the background of the photo saying no diving and Wills <laughs> is there in scuba kits. <laughs> it really felt Did like it say no oh, heavy he petting? Can dive, no can petting. He? Oh, I love no oh, petting. Oh, yeah, imagine if they come back and do heavy I petting. I flouted and that rule. He could do whatever he wants. Also, I bet Prince Charles didn't have those blue plastic things on his shoes that you have to put on if you're going into the <laughs> pool side. Oh, for the Verrucas. Yeah, honestly. Frank, imagine if they asked you to be uh, chairman of the Sub Aqua Club. Oh, I'd love that. No, Given that, that he's no. a recent convert to swimming at all. I Diving is completely. Yeah, oh. I'd be yeah, out yeah, of mind. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Oh, very good. So, yeah. this chairman character, he. Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of focusing on Wills, he said of Charles. He brought up a photograph of Charles, which I remember from the 80s. You see, I didn't remember Oh, it. I did. He's windsurfing, oh. and he looked ripped. Foie. And That's the chairman said uh, he looked buff. Mm -hmm. And Charles didn't know what that meant. It was very embarrassing. Oh, he did that proper um, sort of posh guy, not speaking the modern vernacular. Of, yeah. What on earth does this mean? One of those, you know, who is, who is Gaza? <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> it was that moment. But I, it had the picture, I must say. Mm. I don't remember him oh. ever looking groovy. What do you think? He looked great. He looks amazing. Flat stomach. <laughs> Flat stomach, he's got a Djokovic stomach. <laughs> Djokovic, Djokovic, not judge. Can I say, <laughs> can I say, I just turned down, uh, I just turned down a cupcake as part of my new regime. Mm. It's the first, it's, you know, the longest journey starts with a single cupcake. What if you just made that the only thing you ate all day, like me? <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of that. Mm. <laughs> Come aboard. Okay. This is Frank Skinner. just say on behalf of Prince William that I mm. do think the uh, comparison with Prince Charles who's windsurfing from sort of 30 years ago whatever it was mm. and he's just got shorts on and he's looking lean and uh, and good and Wills is a bit older than Charles was then and yeah. is in a wetsuit and there is no less flattering fabric than wetsuit material. He looked good though William didn't he? Apart oh, he's from got the, a good board. Uh, I'm sure he does, but They've it doesn't show up under a wetsuit, does it? You've got a lot of spare time if you're a royal, <laughs> yeah. so you can work on it. It's, it's like just, um, yeah. De when De Niro comes out of prison in Cape Fear, mm. <laughs> he's been in tremendous shakes. He's had nothing else to do other than work out. And mm. you're not eating the old caricatona. I'm know, waiting for Prince William diet. to have Chairman Mao tattooed on his face or something like that <laughs> as part of the spare time thing. <laughs> so, they, you know, they're... I suppose Prince Charles had that small window of um, sexiness that William had back in yeah. the... Yeah. And then it, then it went. I was shocked he didn't know Buff, though. Buff is uh, it's common parlance now, isn't it? I would say. What about when he said it, when he was diving once? He said, I, I saw a, a moray eel, Prince Charles said. And he said, I shot off like a Polaris missile. And mm -hmm. I thought, how easy they lapse into military references to we <laughs> weapons of death your manner. That's how they think of us as just missile fodder. <laughs> well I I um I fell for a new word that I didn't know oh, this God, week. What was it? This very week I was on a, a, a plane coming back from Edinburgh and it's probably the least populated full size plane I've ever been on. Mm -hmm. And um the, the co-pilot stood at the front and said, as you can see, it's a, a pretty quiet flight mm. tonight. We'd ask you to um, please uh, stay in the seat you've been allotted for, uh, for trim reasons. <laughs> and I thought, what? And oh. trim? Are you aware of this, Alan? You're very male. 
No. You're very male. Yeah, I'm not very male. But... Trim is the word they use for, for balance on a on oh, a, an right. aeroplane. Is that right? You know, it's it, just that little thing that... Re- oh, we let the military leak out. Yeah. Let it seep out. No, I think he was trying to be diplomatic, because you don't want to use the word balance. You don't want to no. be aware that you're basically on a seesaw at 30,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, So yeah. that's the thing you said here for trim, as like we'd all know it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And what I, I didn't want to say was, uh, could the chunky monkey in seat 36 <laughs> step up, please? <laughs> but, um, apparently some guy at the back said, so if I go to the toilet during this do we oh. suddenly start heading oh thank <laughs> yeah it's no but i mean because he moved to walk to the front of the plane that's what i meant oh i see oh do you always have to take the oh what about when dark, i was in australia uh, and um i really fancied this barman called anton i was on my gap year mm-hmm. oh yeah and this isn't just a random story it's related to words you don't understand and uh this girl, rather bitchy Australian woman, who was a bit jealous because I was getting on with Anton. Yeah. And she said, you do know Anton is in a de facto relationship. <laughs> and I didn't know what de facto meant. I went, yeah, I know that. I know that. Oh, and they, this was pre-Google. Can I say, oh, I, no. I, I, I don't know what that means by a de facto relationship. Well, what did I'm, she mean? I thought it meant not. gay at first. Oh. But now I, no. no. I thought, it was, isn't it just that it's broken down or something like that? Oh, I thought it meant it was, well, I still don't know. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I found someone. I've got a boyfriend, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but had, really? I, had I not, I could have got together with Anton. If any of the readers know what de facto means, can they please tell uh, us? Does it mean that it, um, it, that, it, that it's authentic? As oh. it's got the word fact in it, I'm trying oh. to find the root. Sounds quite legal, doesn't it? Well, well someone will, we'll, honestly, we'll have a reply certainly by the end. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had an amazing text message response to uh, what does de facto mean? I knew we oh. would. Uh, a lot. Thank you all. Um, but uh, perhaps the. The one that I shall choose is, uh, I'm an Aussie and it means a couple living together for a period of time, but they are not married. Two years, I think. So oh. that's what that's what you were so being told. Anton was off the market anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, we've also had people explaining the Latin, like Latin expression meaning in fact, but not always the case. Mm. Means in Thanks, fact Stephen based. Fry. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's sort of in fact, but not official, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. So what's ipso facto? Um, that's eight uh, twelve fifteen. Oh, do you know it? I think that's in point of fact. Like I th- that's if you live in Ipswich. Yeah, with exactly. someone. Yeah, I went the other way the other day with. Did um, you? With oh the, well, <laughs> we've all seen it coming. With the understanding Since of Since you started acting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It comes to us all, darling. Um, darling. Uh, my friend was late, and I had texted that I was early, and said, "Oh, I'll see you in the bar." And uh, and he texted back. Uh, late and then texted again a, mm. a minute later saying Fuve, F U V E, and I was sat going, For you are very early, Fuve. And it, was, it just mistyped five. Oh. But I was oh. staring at him for absolutely <laughs> ages. I think you should have held back on that. We should have had a text. In. Oh, what do you think? <laughs> I'd like to have heard some of the explanations. There would have been some know it all as well. Seems, seems a bit mean. <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was like FUBU or YOLO or all that stuff. Mm. It was none of the TBH. None of the above. <laughs> TBH. <laughs> TBH is one, isn't it? Yeah, to TBH, be honest. To be honest, yeah. yeah. I, li- I only discovered that one. Uh, IMHO, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not something you two would ever say. ATGATT. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, uh, that's a motorbike one, all the gear all the time. Oh. 
That's what they I say. I the company yeah. Frank invested his money in. <laughs> what, about, what about my hotel incident? I haven't told you about this. MHI. What? My hotel incident. Oh, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I should have said E. <laughs> well, apparently I can't say that on absolute <laughs> part of so, chapter 17 of what we, what we believe. Uh, can I tell you my story, please? Please. Yeah. I was staying in a hotel. I like it so far. Um, I was with my boyfriend. Have you got a boyfriend? Yes. He was shooting a movie. I can't say the movie. Hold on a minute. Do you mean in the hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, mean... Oh, God. Oh, it's, I say! It's not been leaked out, has it? I can't say what movie it was. You'll get to hear about it. Okay. You'll get to hear about nothing else. Mm. He was shooting it in Wembley. Sadly, it wasn't Mystique. It was Wembley. Okay. But there you go. It's not Roy the Rovers. I won't tell you anything else. Um, it was it was fine, the hotel. You know, I've, I've had better, I've had worse. I'm sure you've had better. Yeah, I've definitely had better. So I arrive at the hotel with my bag. Mm-hmm. And a rather... I'm going to call him Oleaginous, this character. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Who greets me. Was he... Um, is that the Oli Merce... Oleaginous. I don't know what oleaginous means. It means very oily. And a oh, bit, OK. Sort of, excuse well, me, I, mad there. Well, oily Merce. It's only... 28 minutes past 10. Very oily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that oily. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel sick. Uh, anyway, so he, he sort of almost greeted me when I arrived. That's oh, nice. nice. And he said, can I help you with your bag? Mm. I said, I'm fine, actually. He went, no, no, I help you, I help you. I said, no, honestly, I'm fine. He went, ding, just press the lift. Oh. Grab the bag off me. At I this point, that. I noticed a queue going round the block. There must have been... I would say maybe 800 people. I mean, it was going on and on. What? Yeah. And they all had little stickers on them. So we're going up in the lift. Are these He's, the extras for the movie in your room? Well, I didn't know. He said, so, you're getting ready? I said, I beg your pardon? You're getting ready to audition? Oh. I said, what audition? For The Voice. Oh. <laughs> I said, Brilliant. I am not... I mean, can you imagine how insulted I was? Well, Why? I do not look like a voice auditionee. I do not have a sob story and a guitar, please. Do you know your guitar? No. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I said, um, I said, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not auditioning. He said, why not? I would like to see you sing. I think we're going to leave this there because <laughs> I like to play some music, but I like this because there's romances in the air. <laughs> it could all not with it. my boyfriend down the corridor. Oh, is he, is he de facto yet? <laughs> Also, I like the I like the confused sing- syntax. I- I'd like to see you sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which of course they don't got, do on the, the best voice. Of the, whole point, <laughs> the whole point about the voice is you got your chair turned around. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. So, I'm in the lift. I'm with the oleaginous man. Yeah. I'm going to see my boyfriend. And he wants to see you sing. Not my boyfriend, the man. Yeah. The voice, is, the voice auditionees are downstairs queuing around the block. Okay. He thinks I'm one of them. Oh. I've said I'm not. Not one of those losers. He's, I don't think they're losers. They're just not me. Mathematically well, speaking, he, many of them are. Inevitably, they must be in mm. a competition of that nature. True. He says, True I that. would like to see you sing. Mm. I said, I don't, I don't sing. Why mm. not? I said, I just don't. I was getting quite aggressive. <laughs> I just oh. done, okay. I got to my floor, floor four. Not bad, mid range. It pinged. I got out. I suddenly heard the strains of Mariah Carey were on the floor. All the auditionees are there. Oh, I can wow. see them. I thought you meant she was a guest. There's so many Matt Cardle hats, Merseyan hats. Really? You wouldn't believe it. 
there's guitars slung over their shoulder there's people warming up oh i loved oh. it i loved it so i'm quite gripped and fascinated he's standing behind me he says let me walk you to the room i thought what's my boyfriend gonna say so he followed me yeah it was getting a bit creepy i really? said well, i'm fine now yeah he followed me he said what would you sing though tell me what would you sing well what can i say gold digger is my karaoke song mm -hmm. okay Lovely. It's not lovely. <laughs> it's not remotely lovely. <laughs> I like to get completely drunk and think I will survive. <laughs> he asked me if I'd change my mind. I said no. Was he recommending making your mind up? I don't know what he was doing. But was he had an audition in mind, did it? Is that the idea? I think he just felt I should audition and he wanted to watch me. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid I wasn't able to help him. But it did make me think, maybe I've missed the trick. He reminds you know, me of me. <laughs> You know, like when I told you I thought I could maybe have a shot at the 100 metres, I think it looks quite quick and easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I could do quite well on something like The Voice. Mm hmm <laughs> No, but I do. Okay. I think I could win. Well, in that case... Why well, have you both gone really quiet? Oh, well, no, I'm not saying you couldn't. That's, I've never heard you sing in all the time I've known you. Go okay. weird. That. You must have heard me sing a million times. <laughs> Yeah, so we know you're not going to win. <laughs> Zing. I've still got a chance. <laughs> she zinged you. Yeah. Well, Emily will sing. <laughs> we are going to have an on-air audition for Emily on The Voice. OK? Looking forward to it. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Can we just say that Emily Dean is... Yeah. Uh, is I'm going to win The Voice. She's a very small... She's a petite woman, I would I say. Am, so if yeah. anyone's thinking that the show is subscribing to the cliché that it isn't over till... <laughs> yes. That is not yeah, what we're that's doing. that's not true. No, no certainly. OK, I'm going to do a burst of Gold Digger. OK. Um, the cleaned-up version, obviously. Of course. Natch. Alan, give me a beat. Uh, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> well enough to do that. You sprung that I on I just me. think that's what you're meant to say well, when oh, you start okay. singing. OK. Come right, on. I don't want to start beatboxing for you. Oh, Frank's sitting with his back I'll to turn my chair around, <laughs> Emily Dean. OK, I'm going to start. Cue me in. And Let's cue... Two, three, four. She take my money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger <laughs> way over town. That digs on... She give me money and I'm saying she's a gold digger when I'm in need. But she ain't missing with no poke. Poke. <laughs> Frank, you've turned round. Yes, yeah. because I realised it was more like X Factor when they show the people <laughs> who you think, I don't know if they should be on television. <laughs> They're not well, those people. <laughs> that what was, do you think? Was you on... Was that you being a bit comical or was that your best voice? No, I think that's a good voice. No? It's no, one of those well. headphones things, though, isn't it? It's like when people sing on the tube with their headphones on and you go, oh, it's, that probably sounds great in their head, I but the headphones it's... are changing things. Okay. Okay. You weren't that impressed. I, I'm <laughs> sensing. I mean, don't don't let us stop you entering um, the voice. But uh, okay. maybe a program with another title, or mm. anything that isn't that. <laughs> Is it honestly your best voice? Or are you messing about? <laughs> I think it's all right. Yeah. Okay. I the think that's all right. Thank God we've shouted you down to all right at least. <laughs> I had to. I had a real moment whilst watching that. You know the thing of showing... I've worked with David Badir, but still <laughs> make me shut <laughs> You know the thing of showing me the boy at seven, I'll show you the man. I saw 
then like a little girl <laughs> trying to show off to the group there. It was really well, At least I didn't pull my dress up, which is what I used to do. No. They'd be yep. very frustrated that all their bed chairs turned around the wrong way and they found out that your dress had come off. Well, yeah, we've had a complaint cool. from the webcam, someone trying to watch the webcam anyway. Okay, what oh, was yeah, that? No, oh, I can't find it. I was too busy singing. Oh, here he is. He says, um, it's a shambles. He wasn't talking about my performance. No. He says, I refer to the allocation of webcam coverage. Two views each of Alan and Frank, but nothing of Emily save the occasional glimpse of an arm. Please rectify. Thanks, Mike oh. Griffin. Well, we're not. It, uh, this is in the absolute. We believe what we believe, yeah. but we c we aren't allowed because once I think we tampered, didn't we? In the yeah, Gareth days, Gareth oh, slightly yeah. moved the camera, and there was there was uh, a brouhaha. Oh yeah, we don't like a brouhaha. That's no. as well, isn't it? Oh, so Frank, you know we haven't discussed. What about your appearance on Fifteen to One, which I caught up with recently? Oh, okay. Didn't Did you see this? Thanks very much. I didn't see it. No, no sorry. I have to sky plus these things. I'm busy. I should. I should. Yeah. Well, I was so proud of you. I mean, you, can we do spoiler alert? You came well, it's, second. It's, it's gone out. Yeah, yeah. I came second. Uh, Dave Gorman well, won. Well. But the good news is all the, um, yeah, all our staying in our management pot, so that's good. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a sort of a, in, in a way, it was absolute themed. I know yeah. Dave's not mm -hmm. on anymore, but he's got, he's got previous. But Frank mm -hmm. was so brilliantly competitive, Alan. Really? Yeah, you were, Frank. When you got Such that dog an question, trait, isn't it? He, did, he got a question about a dog, and it was something like poodle or something. He went, "Come on!" Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I did. did a Stuart Pierce. <laughs> I mean, I'm fifteen to, on celebrity fifteen to one. <laughs> Answering a question about a dog. I was a bit embarrassed when I watched it, but that second's pretty you good. You did on really that. good. I, I mean, yeah. what's the chances of that? Can I say about fifteen to? <laughs> you, you answered a lot of questions as well compared to the others. Well, we'll come back to this. Okay. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, talk us a bit more through 15 to 1, because I think you did very well. I mean, you were quite overexcited. I yes. Think, yes. Well, I, I, don't, I don't come second very often. No, I know. And I was sitting next to um, Hilary Devay. Standing. Well, I was standing, she oh. was sitting. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, well, she might physically frail, though. Yeah. Um, the re inside there is a... Uh, a raging beast. Oh, she's a bit I, Elizabeth the First in that respect. I like Hilary Devay. She's a, mm -hmm. she's a good oh. laugh. Um, but she, uh, I don't know if I, I, I don't think I've told this on on the show. But um, she, uh, I, the show was being recorded. We were in Adam Hills was talking to camera, mm -hmm. and I heard mm -hmm. a voice say, "Do you fancy doing a corporate?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, a, a corporate, in case you don't know, is like a gig that you do for a company yeah. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I said, so, I said, what? Do you fancy doing a corporate in Paris? <laughs> It'd be good money. And he was t with this, uh, there was this uh, show uh, happening around us, and Hillary was hiring me. And she produced a file of facts out <laughs> of her pocket. <laughs> Um, Maybe out of one of the shoulders, like, you know, the shoulder pads. She can might I just, just have say, a file of <laughs> in each shoulder. I think that's brilliant, to be offered work whilst you're doing work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Work begets work, that's what I, know, I always but say. I, I felt it was a bit... I was, I've never been the person who, if, if there's anyone talking publicly, you know, some people, if somebody starts chatting to me, my heart starts stomping, because I think mm -hmm. I've been drawn into rudeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm so obedient in, in these matters. So did you put it in? The corporate. Um, I think I, I suggested this spoke to my manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or really do this through the professional channels. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't phone him there and then. 
<laughs> You're not going to nominate me, are you, Frank? I kept saying that. Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. And I, I had to eventually. Well, you did. I know. Mm. I was proud of you, though. But I did do that. I did a joke that I once saw in a uh, Carry On film. Oh, good. Because she had um, Hillary <laughs> on a uh, name badge mm. um, mm-hmm. on on her chest. Mm-hmm. And I actually did the what's the other one called? <laughs> I mean, oh, ca- you you did. And I I thought <laughs> ideally it would have been tensing, oh. but um, it didn't happen. <laughs> but hey, <clears throat> fifteen to one, fifteen to one, fifteen to one, fifteen to one. That's how it goes, isn't it? Are we all going to sing on today's show? Is that oh, I think I should. I think the cockerel should. What about Ilkley Morbartat? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, um, you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Thank you so much for listening, and now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.